Don't worry. Welcome to Zero Fucks Given. I'm Krista, and joining me today is Carson Block and Freddie Brick. What's up? I thought you were going to say welcome to the pleasure chat. <laughs> I almost did. It's a slippery slope. Do you frequent the the uh, pleasure chest? What's that? What? Do you frequent the pleasure chest? I think he's saying frequent. Frequent. <laughs> oh, really? I oh. go away for like a few days. And your accent gets this muddled. Bro, that's not how they speak in Mexico. Like, I don't know what... Frequent. Frequent. Like, and I'm like, let me be the interpreter here. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> tomato, okay. tomato. It's, I mean, really, I guys. Even, I've never heard of nobody. Anybody not say, even Scottish people even, say frequent. Not even British people. No. I don't know where you're from. It's it's the you're picking up that Mexican accent, dude. From, <laughs> Is that from being in Puerto Vallarta? Uh, Too much time. Yeah, no, we're, we're down in Mexico. We were um, we were shooting the pilot for Short Sellers Abroad. Um, and um, I got to tell you, um, the pay pegging down there is is not everything I was hoping it would be. So, uh, well, you know, you're a little bit too close to a touristy area. Right. You, you got to get well, a little bit more off the so beaten. So where were you guys? To where like the truly depraved short sellers right. would be. Um, where do they go? <laughs> well, we're not, we're not going to say yeah. the name of the, the city because, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, but it's... Uh, it's very... I mean, it would definitely make the Trump shithole countries yeah. uh, list. Wow. It definitely would. Um, but anyways, what did you guys do over Thanksgiving? Wait a minute, stop. Didn't you, like, text me about how, like, you were exercising in Mexico and you basically... Why don't we talk so, just okay, a we, little bit? We, just can, we can talk yeah. about that. So... Well, his and it's a big deal because his exercise is very infrequent. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So about like three months ago, uh, I was catching up with some old friends from Hong Kong. So like one guy lives in Denver, the rest of us live in other parts of the U.S. So we're like, all right, we'll all like meet up and hang out together for a weekend. And two of the guys are like early 40s so i'm 35 they you know got seven years on me they've got like kids you know shit going on in their lives and they're like all right we'll do a bike ride so a few things about bike riding a it's not like riding a peloton like your bike position oh, is like like fucking this which yeah. is just not a lot of fun B, it's a, it's it wasn't my bike, okay? And I didn't have- Say no more. Yeah, so I, I didn't have like- Oh, uh, you should have told me, I would have let you ride my uh, six-year-old bike. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll tell you what, like my- That would have so, Someone took a picture and sent it to my wife, so for the podcast, you could see how bad this is, okay? So- um, Oh my God, I, So like, they lent me someone's bike shoes, um, Fine. Wait, those, I, I tried. Was it like a little girl? Those wouldn't fit in the, uh, <laughs> in the on the pedals there. So I I try to clip in, and it's like oh the cleats whatever like don't match the the fucking little grippy things. So there I am doing a thirty mile bike ride in Teva like sand like flip like sandal things right, which I I'd so seen Lance Armstrong riding a bike and he doesn't use that. Yeah. So anyway, I, I do this like thirty mile bike ride. And I'm like the next day I can like barely walk. I'm I'm literally walking around the airport like you after a TSA agent's had a good go at you. Okay. Like I am literally just like, oh, and I, I get on this the flight and I'm like, oh, and the guy's looking at me, he's like, good weekend. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, bro, funny. Oh, it was everything I wanted it to be. So um anyway, I take this as a sign that like I should 
start to get back into shape. Nah, that's all lies. <laughs> so anyway, I, I start doing like the Peloton like three, four times a week just to kind of like get some cardio going, get back into a shape. And um, we go to Mexico and so there's you know, one morning there's a, a HIT class, which I didn't even realize stands for. HIT. Uh, yeah, high intensity. Mm-hmm. Interval training. In the, yes. well, yeah, Interval there you go. Training. I get it all wrong. So I go in. Trainer's like you know, a small guy about my size and in pretty good shape. It's uh, it's my wife and uh, this lady who like turns out like you know 59, 60 years old. So it's just like a few little bits and pieces out. I later learned that like you're actually supposed to do with these classes with weights. I didn't even have weights. It was just body weight. And they're doing like all these different intervals, and I'm dying. Like I and I like I can do a kind of reasonable shift for half an hour on the Peloton. So I'm thinking like, you know, why is this so hard? But it's obviously very different kind totally of different exercise. I am fucking dying. Like I can't. Uh, the last set of the burpees jumping thing, I can barely do like four in 15 seconds. Like my whole body hurts, and I'm walking around the resort. No joke for like. Four days, like, ugh, I, can, I can't go downstairs. I can kind of like climb upstairs, but not down, which I heard is like similar to a cow. Um, <laughs> I'm like barely able to move. And I, and I surfed that day as well. So I'm like thinking, like, oh man, I'm so fucking action packed. I'm gonna do like a hit class You're every back. morning and stuff. Next day I wake up, I'm, I'm just dying. So anyway, um, Soren, who also was on holiday with me, is like, oh, so like, you know, I, I gotta try this class. Like, who else did it with you? I was like, Oh, my, my wife and uh, that 60-year-old lady who's who's sitting there. And he's like, oh, is she, is she pretty beat up? I'm like, nah, she's, she's she seems to be doing okay. What a wake-up call, man. It's fucking Did brutal. He, do it? he didn't do it. Of course not. He's like, does, does, does your wife usually take those hit classes? They're, they're uh, I, yeah, she does like some other exercise. Yeah. Um, it's just brutal like when you get back into exercising it's just fucking horrible and especially when you're not doing you get muscle memory for like a certain type of workout and exercise oh dude it was fucking brutal so i won't be doing that again i'll just stick to the peloton and maybe some beach weights if uh if i'm that way inclined all right so yeah it's it's tough you guys exercise though what do you think Persevere. And he would say yes. I would say yes. Mm-hmm. No. He said persevere. Just like no. Why? Like, why would I want to work in an office full of people in you know better shape than I'm in? <laughs> no, I'm like all for everybody else letting themselves go. So I mean, the dudes anyway. I want yeah. the women to look good. Yeah. yeah. No, the women need to look good. I like, gained five you can't, pounds, and he's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. who's the fatso? That's, a, that's a bonus cut. You Pretty don't much. lose that that's shit by year end. That's that's a bonus cut. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that that's me getting my ass whooped by uh, a class that um, a 60-year-old. No, it's no freaking ba- joke. Chris, you don't have to cover your don't, drink. Don't feel bad. Biologically, yeah. she was probably only like 55. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right, let's keep on going. No, I actually I want to I want to make it like there's an important thing to say here. Um, so listen, we've been living through a little bit of censorship in some of our podcasts. Now, yes. if you watched the last one, if you watched it, you would have seen that all of our T-shirts were blurred. And there was a concern 
that what was on the t-shirts could, you know, violate the SEC's prohibition against general solicitation. Then a few months before that, there were some like bleeps taken out when we were talking about how really smart people would bleepity bleep with us in our bleepity bleep bleep. But um, all of that's behind us now. And what I want to say... What else is behind us? fucking equivocally. Yes. In a way that is completely compliant. All right. Muddy Waters has Monster Alpha. Muddy Waters has Monster Alpha. Okay, let's get this monster here. Should I pull it? Yeah, here we go. This stuffed monster wearing an Alpha t-shirt. Okay, only Muddy Waters has this kind of Monster Alpha. I am certain of it. If you want Monster Alpha, you must contact Muddy Waters. Okay, so for the first 20 who DM me over uh, you know, like X, Twitter, whatever, you will, we will send you Monster Alpha also. So you will have some of Muddy Waters Monster, Monster Alpha. <laughs> If you contact us, <laughs> but you can't get Monster Alpha unless you reach out to Muddy Waters. In it no is way is this a general solicitation well, for investment. I'll, I'll put them back. It's a general solicitation <laughs> for people who want Monster, Monster Alpha. Alpha. Monster fucking Alpha. I didn't know where he was going to take this, but um, that, now I see. That's where I'm going with it. That's where he's going with it. First 20 only. First twenty only. You heard it right here. Put him back on the shelf. Well, yeah. he's a then, then our bigger. then our monster alpha product is hard closed. Yeah. Strategy. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, just don't yeah, worry about that's it. Fine. That's yeah. down there. Nice. Um, All right. So back to our regularly scheduled programming. Well, I mean, can we talk about this? Okay. <clears throat> describe this for those. Yeah. Or unfortunately, for the to tens be of thousands who aren't watching YouTube. Well, Carson uh, is not YouTube. Yeah, Zeros. Not YouTube. Oh, it's on the site. That's true. Yeah, we prefer people to watch it there. Yeah. Um, it's what not a, gay. It's if if it's TSA shirt. Tell us about this. You, I mean, I'm not. I can't see it. Why don't you describe the shirt? What's what's going on? Well, there's two little stick figures, and one looks like he's having. The way his way with the other guy. Well, one dude. Okay, so one dude standing standing, standing up, up with his hands in the air. Yes. And the other guy is kneeling down. Yes. And feeling looks like he's feeling uh, the other guy's cock. But that's true. And the message is, it's not gay if it's TSA. Now, so, now, someone actually you talked about this and then someone no I, well i talked yes. about my experience at tsa right which, and then which last, then in turn then last week i guess someone somewhere on xer xed a video of some guy actually at a tsa checkpoint being searched wearing one of these t-shirts and that was retweeted to you know me somebody like at muddy waters re thought this was brilliant I so, think it's brilliant. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. So anyway, I bought I bought one of these shirts, and um, somebody else also sent, sent one. You yeah, sent one. So now I've got I've got two colors. I've got the heather gray. Yeah. And I've got uh, navy blue. So heather uh, gray. Wait a minute. I, I get gay. ripped on. Yeah, I get ripped on for having cool shoes, and he I, knows that the color is heather gray. I know. 
I, well, I, I just, are you an interior I, decorator? No. So oh, I had to, you have no idea. I had to buy it. There was a drop-down menu from which you choose the color, and they call it Heather Gray. Oh, this is what this is what he's saying now. Yeah. This is the cover-up. No, this isn't like... He is gay This as isn't gay like as when as you long. went and bought the vibrating butt plug. It's not <laughs> gay like that, dude. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Right. The, the inflatable vibrating butt plug. Come Thank on, you. people come mm-hmm. here for cutting edge finance. What have we got, Krista? We trade. You just saw this. Talk to me. Talk to us about that. Oh, so th- this is awesome. So um, I, I happen to notice uh, Nate Anderson tweeted out about this highly unusual uh, press release. So um, there's a company called WeTrade, and um, the 3Q financial report, they put out a press release where they disclose the financial report to be untrue. This is utterly bizarre. So it reads, uh, 29th of November, WeTrade disclosed that the third quarter financial statements released by WeTrade Group were not signed and released by the company management of the, by the current management of the company. The data disclosed in the statement is not true as follows. On page one of the financial report, the announcement. So, so they gave they gave the the first one was they gave the address as being somewhere in <laughs> Shenzhen, which is a city in southern China. When in reality, the office is apparently in Beijing. Correct. Um, then they um, gave the financial balance of uh, cash uh, with a U.S. Um, financial institution as being about one point four million. No, no. Actually, this part of the press release confuses me. So it says that we did we reported cash balance of like one point something million, including U.S. dollar balance of zero. Right. And it says in actuality our U.S. dollar balance is one hundred sixty three dollars. Correct. So it's like, guys, what are you in like fucking fifth grade here? Like you're. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, it's it's like one of the most bizarre things. It's talking about you just kind of like wonder what the. F- fuck is going on at this oh, company? Absolutely. Um, I haven't looked at the market cap. Um, you know, there's a part of me that thinks the market cap here is probably 12 million, but actually as it's a Chinese like shit co, it's, it's probably 12 like 12 billion. billion. Yeah. yeah. So um, I have a look at the, the market cap here. Oh, 10 million. I wasn't far off. I mean, down 22% today on the uh, corrected... Uh, Report, yeah, the, the, mar- just... the market obviously doesn't like the uh, address being in Beijing. Yeah, but the you know the, the question you ask yourself is like, why the fuck are these things listed? Like, why are we continuing to allow this shit to go on on our exchanges? Well, because the exchanges are publicly traded for-profit companies that don't give a fuck. Well, that's what you call. I just call them whores these days. But anyway. no, that's those are their lawyers that represent them. Fair. And, you know, pretty much every other corporate. Yeah. So anyway, I think that is the most unusual press release I've read in quite some time. Um, yeah, no, that's a good one. Chinese companies are, you know, air quotes companies, always the best financial comedy. Just, yeah. I've been doing like financial comedy for 14 years almost, and they're the best. Okay. Um, moving on. Um, F- oh, Freddie, you want to talk about the fund? It's a new book on Bridgewater, or yeah, we should talk about that. Have and you the, amazingly, the book doesn't have to be titled The Strategy. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, 
inside the front cover is, is one of the greatest, like, you know, inside sleeve, uh, wet your appetite. It just says, Ray Dalio doesn't want you to read this book, which I'm about two thirds of the way through. And yeah, Ray Dalio definitely doesn't want you to read this book. Okay, so I've, I've read a couple book reviews mm -hmm. on this. Um, so one of them is, I mean, the, the one that went in the New York Times, mm -hmm. which, you know, it started off like, think you have a toxic boss, like it's throwing out all the like Gen Z millennial, mm -hmm. you know, whining I'd about say we've work, got a toxic you know, boss. buzzwords. Yeah. Um, I hope so. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of like, I, I would take this as a compliment. So there was a there was an article uh, in the French version of Vanity Fair um, the other oh, week about Jean Charles Nauhi of Casino, huh. and there's you know like some portion of it is d dedicated to what we did, and but it mentions me by name, like Carson Block in, of Muddy Waters, and um, it it calls me uh, calls me what was it? Um, you said boorish. No, no, not not boorish. It calls me slightly boorish. And I was upset by that. Yeah. I mean, why the slight? Like, yeah. what the fuck, guys? You so know, I, I want to be. Bore. I want to be full on boorish. Yeah. Like, I got to hand it to the French. They have. You can be. come up with Don't some worry. of the like coolest descriptions of you because they at one point they called you the shark of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, then there's another time when I was described as having done an interview in a trucker sweater, which I'm not sure what the <laughs> fuck that is. No, but no I mean, they, they, always, they always make sartorial comments, right? Like they, they can't help themselves. A lot of times- That they, is a lot, fantastic. A lot of times they also describe me as- He showed up in a trucker as, sweater. Yeah, a lot of times they also describe me as um, like Anglo-Saxon or Anglo-American, <laughs> which I think is their way of saying like dirty Jew, but they don't oh. get- that I'm Jewish on my father's side, yes. so the Jews don't think I'm really Jewish. Yes. So, but they're trying. They're trying to no. But that's like a big thing in continental yeah. Europe. Like the French and the Germans, whenever they're bitching about short sellers, yeah, it's always like Anglo-Saxon or Anglo-American, which I think is which is, is code for right. Jews. Which I, right? which I think Fraser Pairing like kind of was like, oh, that's why they persecuted me in Wirecard. We're like, bro, we just take one look at you and. We know you're not in the tribe. Don't don't sweat. Yeah, I mean he's not like he's not right. I think he grew up on a pig farm. Like not many of even, us have done that. Even, uh, yeah, okay. Don't knock those pig farms. So it took me a minute to to put those together. So so anyway, back back to the book actually. So what's really interesting? Did you is, just read this? Uh, yeah, I haven't actually finished it, and perhaps the last the, third is completely different. Didn't finish the jacket or the uh, book? <laughs> no, I got through the pictures. Um, the whole thing is just bizarre and cultish. Like, as you read this, and, and I, I swear you to you- You said bizarre if, and cultish? Yes, okay. if you didn't know that this was a book about a hedge fund, and I just, I changed the names, and I, you know, gave you a different uh, sleeve, you would probably think this is what the inside of Scientology sounds like. It is just one of the most bizarre cultures I I've ever read about in any organization or anything. I kind of now I want to read it. It's 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 highly highly interesting. It really talks very little about anything to do with investing, at least that, for the first well, two thirds. That's what so you had to tell I, me. I would honestly recommend this to people who aren't interested in investing because it's just absolutely bizarre. This is so, yeah. 
Well, I mean, so here, so here's the thing. Like, I'm. What are you doing? I'm looking up. So there was another. So there was the New York Times Review, which I started to mm -hmm. reference. You know, Rob Copeland, the author of the the fund, is a New York Times reporter. So oh, for I two reasons that. now, I'm not necessarily going to trust the New York Times mm -hmm. Review. Like, number one is it just it's too easy to like mm -hmm. slam you know toxic work culture and you know for them anyway to slam it. But and the second one is Someone Rob Copeland. But um, Richard Teitelbaum um, is a journalist I've known for many years. He wrote a review in The Messenger. And I mean, he makes it sound like there are there are issues. There are some factual issues there that mm -hmm. you can see are clearly contradicted by what things that actually happened or likely contradicted people who have issued statements um, that um, con that contradict Rob Copeland's portrayal of what happened in certain meetings or what they said. So they're like maybe there's a little bit there in the way of like squishiness Look, with the book. Th in there the, could in be the facts a slant there. on some of this for sure, but it's so outside of a context of anything that I have ever heard anyone in a hedge fund experiencing that you were just like, what the fuck? Now, the whole thing about it being cultish makes me think, cool, when does this become a Netflix series? Like yes, a dramatized as as Netflix this, series. I'm thinking about what is that, I mean, billions or whatever. And but you know what, you know what the best thing about this is? I know all Netflix series about cults, by the time you get to episode eight, the main dude's fucking everyone else's wife. So I'd probably just skip through one through seven where they're like meeting oh, desperate and doing presentations. Okay. So, just, so to, to like when Ray Dalio's laying the pipe? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like that, that's, that's a, you know, the, like I'll skip those episodes. No but thanks. You know, that's, so, no so, thanks. So, so the whole thing is, right, I've read two thirds of the book. I don't know if I need to read the last third because I'm pretty sure how it ends is and then Ray Dalio fucked Comey's wife. But didn't that happen? No, it didn't happen in the show you had me watch Billions. But like by the- by But that wasn't that. about a cult, that was about a hedge fund. I know, but you're you're, you're saying it's cult-like, so. Right, yeah. so I don't know, man. Like I, I just, I, so it apparently didn't get very much into like the way that he invests, right? It doesn't get into that. The which, fun. Which that's the thing that to me was the, the most interesting because there yeah. were, look, there that's were boring. What I had heard Boorish. and couldn't confirm this, but like I talked to a guy who, you know, said, hey, I know, you know, some the top prime brokerage people at, you know, these, you know, uh, these prime brokers, which are among the biggest on the street. And they've, you know, they've said to me that, Bridgewater's not among their top 10 um, prime brokerage clients. Now, again, I can't confirm this and what have you, but, you know, like, here, you know, that that was, like, that was really interesting. Like, how do, if they, if they're really not top 10 for some of the largest primes, I mean, with that much money, what the fuck are they doing with their money? Like, to me, that's the really, like, that would have been the really interesting thing. It's like, you know, because there were people like yeah. and it did so I think I think it did get into Jim money? Grant a little bit. Like yep. Jim Grant, you know, fucked up somewhat, but it but Jim Grant was suspicious of the fund's returns and 
So the, I don't know. Like I the really way I could see that being possible. That so, yeah, you know, like I, I really would like detail on that because one of the things I understand also is that if you work there, and maybe the book gets into this, but if you work there, you have no idea whether right. your the trades you recommend are put on or not. Like really, har- hardly anybody there I knows mean, what's in the fucking book. So again. And they also, they, How they, do they not know that? And they don't no. have a third party administrator, right? Well, because if they don't tell you, you know, if, if you're not yeah. told whether they, they don't have a third I mean, party like, administrator. I mean, like this. What, right? I mean, the same way as this. Krista, what's in our book? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, there you go. <laughs> like, what, what's I, the most recent thing that we. Uh, so that, if you're watching and you're an allocator, and this is not a solicitation, <laughs> we're just like Bridgewater, basically. Think of us like Bridgewater. Except we're like Except with Monster Alpha. Bridgewater (laughs) with Monster Alpha. That's us, guys. You know, like. Uh, I don't know what's in our book, but all I know is this. Monster Alpha. Monster Alpha. (laughs) That's all I know. And that's what Carson's like. That's all you have to know. That's all. Yep. That's That's pretty much. uh, So it's, yeah, it's it's truly weird. I mean, the, the New York Times article makes it seem like. At best, he's punting and not that good at it. The only thing I could say on how you could potentially not be in the prime brokerage's like top ten clients again, not confirmed, right. But you know, is look the, these are if they're managing whatever one hundred and sixty billion dollars, whatever, and it's like currencies and the most which you'd have to be basically doing macro. If it's the most liquid instruments on the planet. You probably can trade a lot of that electronically and be paying clearing through a prime. Yeah, but you you don't pay a lot for that. I mean, you that's the only thing that I can think in terms of like how on a relative basis, like the commission dollars wouldn't be that large relative to the AUM. Um, And then there was this time, like you know, it was maybe a year or two ago, and I think it was Harry Markopoulos tweeted mm -hmm. out that. About to expose the biggest fraud in like history, and yeah, and I don't think you ever did, but I was sitting there going like, "Oh shit, is it going to be? Is it going to be fucking Bridgewater?" But not, I don't think he, yeah. anything was public or that he published anything. So you know, was I mean, it's interesting. I yeah, mean, it's, it's so I, like I I don't know if like you know Rob Copeland missed the forest through the trees or you know or or what, but. Um, but I don't know. To me, it just sounded more like you know the kind of usual New York Times focusing on you know like job misery porn bullshit. But it's fucking weird. Like genuinely, it it's it's a good book. It's interesting. Um, it it's got to be the most bizarre culture of of any business or organization I've ever read. And yeah, maybe there's some cherry picking and some slant on it, but. Um, it's it's a fucking weird place. It's a really fucking weird place. Hmm. hmm. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe to straight laced people like ourselves, you know. Yeah. It could appear that way. Mildly boorish. I'm, I'm like, wow. Maybe I should submit Slightly my boorish. Should I submit my resume to Bridgewater? I mean, they're they seem fun. Yeah, I mean, they don't seem like they're on an upward trajectory here. Ah, whatever. I got to tell you, I'd enjoy giving you the weekly scorecard stuff that they do at Bridgewater. Like, that that we can introduce here if oh, you like. Oh, come on, dude. 
Our system is so much better. Like when we get Krista a fuck up cake. What that's, system that's, that's, is that's, that? That's, our uh, system. We don't even our, have systems. Sure, we do. When you when you have a nice like a nice size fuck up, <laughs> yeah. we memorialize One it with time. a fuck up cake. One time. One time we memorialized yeah. it. One time. That's our fault. One time too many. I need, I, you know what? I need another assistant to get all the fuck-up cakes I'm all to memorialize for that. your fuck-ups. Can we get someone really hot? Krista. Um, yeah. Employing someone underneath you does not mean that you have climbed the totem pole. It just means it's got longer, okay? No, what she said under her breath was, can we get someone really hot? And I the answer never is, say and, that. And That's the answer is, disgusting. now that we're no longer in California, right. fucking, yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, the, if we must. Yeah, it's, the only, it's the only qualification at this I point. I will guide her. Yeah, just tell her where the bakery is and, you know, no, she can order the fuck up cakes. I will let her know what we do once I once, know. <laughs> once you figure it out, yes. <laughs> um, all right, let's keep on going. Uh, Argentina elects its own Trump new president. His name is Javier. Is that, how do you say his surname? Mille? I don't know. Mille? Mille? Mille, Mille. Um, who has no government experience wants to adopt the U.S. dollar as national currency, and he loves threesomes. So this guy... Does anybody see a problem with With two this? other dudes? <laughs> oh. Actually, one one other I, little tidbit about this guy. Yeah. Um, he, I, like, I mean, as of yesterday or the day before, he's converting to Judaism. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. For real. For real. And so I someone know. pointed which, out to me... Which is kind of funky because... You know, not only is Argentina a Catholic country, but Pope Francis, if you weren't such a bad Catholic, you'd know this, Pope Francis is from Argentina. Right. And all the Nazi war criminals are actually hiding there. But so are a lot of Jews. Not as... Yeah. Argentina has a it has it has a reasonably size. Yeah. sized yeah. Jewish population. There would be population. fewer there if the Germans didn't do what they did in like the 30s, but hey... Not necessarily true, right? Because then you wouldn't have had all these Jews leave Europe to go to Argentina. Okay, we're dig- we anyway, digress. Anyway, we digress. Um, I, so before I knew I'm just about trying to his... show off, like, <laughs> know, I'm just obviously. trying to make the point that you can be half Jewish really on your father's side <laughs> and still understand these things. All right, Anglo-Saxon, that's enough out of you. Anglo-Saxon, uh, <laughs> short seller. So, like, firstly, there isn't a picture that I'm aware of of this guy where he doesn't look like a 50-year-old mod rocker from the UK. Like, his hair is permanently fucking unkempt, and he's yeah. always doing this with his yeah. fucking hands. Like, he's he's, he's giving it some, like, fucking jazz hands look. And, and his eyes look like he's fucking jacked on something. All right. Coke. So, that alone uh, is Threesomes, cool. <laughs> unkempt hair, seems like he's... Jacked on coke all the time. I mean, so far these things all align. Yeah, so we're for not, sure. We're not finding inconsistencies or holes in the story. The so other far. thing I like about him is, uh, so he he had a dog. I think he rescued a dog. It might have been like a pit bull, or I mean, it was like it's just kind of or a boxer. It's like you know, not a like little kind of sort of shaking dog, like a proper dog. And he loved it so much that he spent oh, fifty, sixty thousand dollars getting it cloned. Yeah. And now he has four cloned versions of that dog. I feel like that's a very big Latino thing, but I might- Latinx. Ooh, Sorry. So that's a slip. Shit. 
Wow, that's no, one of a strikes. The, this this dude definitely <laughs> would not be a Latin X fan. No, I just want to be clear. Hundred like percent. Yeah. So he's named them all after free market he? economists. Um, oh right. <laughs> which, which is great. So um, I know. Look, truth be you told, think he should come on our podcast. Dude, I, I would love to meet this guy. He seems like a lot of fun to hang out with. Like a lot of fucking yes! fun. But why, but why can't like why can't yes. we get a world leader who fucks who's not really old? You know, but like how old is he? The the Norwegian how Prime Minister, right? Didn't was oh, she her, know she well, she's hot. Yeah. Yeah, she was no, hot. I think she parties. I'm like Berlusconi, you know, that old and disgusting. He fucks. He, he fucks. fucks. Actually, he died. How old I think is he died. Yeah. How old is this? Well Berlusconi's guy? this guy's fifties. Something yeah, yeah, something like mid fifties or yeah. something. Um It's great. Then you know, then Trump, of course. Trump fucks. that's you know, gross. Thinking about it. I don't really think it. he does that. And just... Trump, Trump fucks. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, he does for sure. He might. He might need to be. You know, like take like tons of Viagra or whatever. Something. But I feel like um, but yeah, like where where are the? What are you What are you asking here? Where let's, are like the you know the thirty nine year old dudes who are you I know mean, world leaders who fuck Macron fucks but she's yeah. 25 years she older a world leader no but here's the thing so there's a double standard there because there are young world leaders who are women MBS why, like, I why, think MBS why? fucks hmm. journalists <laughs> yeah too soon, guys. He Come on. Creates, Come on. Creates new holes. And, yeah. You know, I'm sure I mean, he fucks I feel like MBS Fox. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess that's a, you know. He, he's what? He, he's like difference. late 30s, 40. Yeah, but, you know, he. I want somebody who's been elected by the people in a, you know, Listen corrupt to election him. to, you know. I'm trying to think which other world. I mean, like, there aren't that we many world leaders in, that are young. No, but just in the. Uh, the the New Zealand former New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ahern. How old was she? She I'm was pretty saying. young. Yeah. Um, so like all me... the all the young PMs are women. Oh Trudeau, how? He's got to be mid to late forties. Okay, so he's actually Jacinda. pretty young. I mean, then uh, Macron. He's actually he, he fucks because he's he's he? getting the uh, no Macron fucks. Uh, he was what? he was cool when he was in high school. No, Trudeau. No, but Macron was cool oh. in high school because he fucked a teacher. That's true. But then prime minister you, just, of New you don't marry that teacher later. Yeah, on. that's not. Cool. I um, She's you know cute. what Trudeau I think is getting divorced right? So he fucks. I don't know. Yeah, I think Trudeau like might have had a side piece. Mm. Macron's wife. Looking. She's much older. Jacinda oh, Ardern. Uh, well, it, here's her birth. No, oh, that's not her birthday. No, that's that's not. when she was in um, office. Right? Um, no. oh. I haven't gotten that. No. Let me look this up. She's old enough that they won't. Oh, put she's a... 43. Okay. All right. Anyway, I just feel like it's a double standard. Yeah. You, you know, know you like know everybody who's... gets mad in these Western democracies, you know, especially the US. They like, go, oh, it's just a bunch of old white men. Well, right. I don't know, man. Like, you don't, nobody wants to elect young white men. Like, <laughs> No, seriously. Right. Fuck you. You know, like you're not electing mm. young white men. It's not, you know, it's not that like he makes you, a you know, it's not the old white men right. who are shutting everybody else out. It's the voters who just won't consider young white men. Especially the Democrats. I, I, I gotta tell you Especially the as, Democrats. As a, as a young white Is male, I feel like I'm terribly discriminated against. So yeah. yeah, dude. That's true. Yeah, I mean like I hate young people, so <laughs> I know. The funny thing is, what you don't, consider don't young, you just, don't you just? I don't. 
<laughs> Don't you just want to walk around when you see like old white men tell them check their elderly privilege? I mean, I do. Yeah, that's I, fucked I, up. Every, every man, I want to say. Say it's not elderly. They're elderly. There's but a, like aside no, from but, us, we're, it's like hey, you're a crowd, like elderly. Let me explain this to you, all right? <laughs> uh, you know who's not fucking, by the way? Who? Snoop. Who? Swedish cross country. Oh skier. yeah, where did you see this? Oh. So I'm like, I'm not gonna put this. And he's like, No, this sounds Dude, interesting. This this, uh, this is market this, movies. This, this is market. We're gonna movies. end with this. Where what? did I see this? Where do I get all my fucking news from? The Daily the Mail. The Daily right. Mail. I don't want to misrepresent because this is honestly this, so. Important. Let's the uh, the item is that we're going to discuss. This is a Swedish cross country skier reveals he froze his genitals during. Mm-hmm. An event. So, Freddie, tell us about a this. A Swedish cross-country skier was left fearing for his manhood on Sunday. Um, a Swedish cross-country skier has revealed that uh, his genitals froze during a recent World Cup again event I what in that Finland. Feels like. Carl Haberson had been partaking in a 20-kilometer mass event starting on a Sunday afternoon when he lost all feeling in his private parts. Mm. The 34-year-old eventually crossed the line in 18th place. I mean, bro, if he won, you'd be like, cool, heroic. Like, who cares To about come, that? like, to, fucking behind to 17. Lo- to lose your cock to right. come in 18th place? Like, <laughs> that, the, up, like the upside myself, down right? side on that. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you got you to get out of the race. Like, <laughs> I'm way, be- race I'm way behind. My dick's about. about to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> just... Just be like, you know, setting up the smoke flare at that moment. Like, get get helicoptered out, bro. Like, I mean, come on. The temperature in Ruka have, pro- have proven hazardous for male athletes before, Ooh. with their thin suits and underlayers providing minimal protection against the cold. And that was no different for Halvardson, who later revealed he suffered the freak injury during the event and described it as the worst thing you can experience. Yeah, not wrong. I mean, again, why do you hang in there to finish like in last place? Speaking to Swedish outlet Expressen, the 34 year old said, I have frozen my penis for real. (laughs) Damn, I had to lie there in the warm up tent for 10 minutes. It hurts so damn much, it's terrible. It's lucky I'm going to have my second child because this is going to be difficult in the future if I'm going to continue like this. When asked if he could describe the pain, he just, he replied, no. Those who know, they know. Like, so I guess this is somewhat common in Finland. Like, you can be like, you know, if you don't know, then you know. Like, what the fuck? But, and I don't know if this was a pun, you should get a tip from me. Stay away from it because it's the absolute worst thing you can experience. Unbelievable. Okay, so he's in tremendous pain, but what happens afterwards? Does he still use it? Didn't didn't they used to have those like St. Bernard rescue dogs in the mountains? Like, can't you put some peanut butter on your dick and get it to kind of like warm it up by licking it? So apparently you get get these heat pads. (laughs) Right And you, you you have to thaw it out. I mean. Wait, what? Yeah, you get heat pads and they like yeah. thaw it out. Um, well, well, I, hang on a well, second. How do you thaw hang it on, out? Hang on, hang on. Like, what do you mean? Hang on. But this would, this probably wouldn't happen if you had more blood flow at the moment. So basically, what they need to do is you need to basically be going down the mountain jerking it to make sure you have <laughs> to make sure you maintain blood flow so it doesn't freeze. So the, you know, you know what this reminds me of. So when I when I went down when I went down a mine in uh, he's in Newfoundland, he's not going down. 
What, whatever. And just what I'm saying is just jerk it while you're skiing. It's well, not that easy. Uh, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> so th this reminds me well, of when I went make. down uh, a mine in Newfoundland and someone asked what's the most like common injury that miners get. The guy like holds up his hand and he goes like this. And for people who aren't like what? watching, it's like, you know, one the one end of break. one finger's missing. And uh -huh. I'm like, oh, and we're like, oh, like, you know, how does that happen? He's He told me that basically they have these handheld operated drills. And the vibration is so intense that after like 10 to 20 years, you basically just kill all the capillaries in-, uh, in Jesus your... Christ, you did it again. It's a fucking capillary. I know. What the- Capillary? What, what the fuck what is the wrong fuck with you guys? happened to you? No, I don't Dude, know what's Thank going God on. we're going to London next week and you're going to learn how who, to speak. Because capillaries. Who else were you with last week? Capillaries? Like, yeah, what? I don't know what's going on. Do you- like, uh, who, who, like I'm, I'm we're gonna take this like to the mat in no, London I'm, I'm next think, week. I'm thinking you need to go for an MRI. <laughs> make sure there, make sure something, there's no like tumor off. growing in your fucking brain. Strange. This, so anyway, this is this is your, off. Your capillaries, um, they basically end up severing, and so you lose circulation in the tips of your fingers, and ultimately you end up um, mm -hmm. having to chop your fingers off. Now, if I knew that that was the least bad injury I was gonna get doing something, yeah. I would probably find another career that I would wanna choose. If you know that there is a chance cross-country skiing, but that one of the injuries you might get is your dick freezing off, I would choose another sport. But can I ask you something? Is he but you chose to trade. His <laughs> and that's a lot like being in SEAL Team that's 6. That's a lot like being in Team 6. Uh, <laughs> Can we attribute that? Uh, we're not going to name. We're no. not going to name names. Okay, so but but I'll I'll tell the story. So <laughs> please do. This is a real comment that was yeah. said a few years ago. So um, um, at at Kyle Bass's annual gathering that he used to have, um, he had the guy um, who wrote um, "No Easy Day," Matt Bissonette, um, was was the guy's real name, um, and so. Bissonette was apparently there saying, you know, the really hard thing about being a SEAL is that you get, you know, you get called and said, hey, you got to be at base in, you know, like four hours and we're going to deploy. You know, not only do you not know where you're, you know, to where you're going to deploy at that moment, but, you know, you, with your family, you don't know when you're coming back or, you know, gee, if you're going to come back. And he said, that's the really hard part is, you know, saying to your family, hey, I got to go and you know, and so Bissonette was um, apparently telling group of, you know, finance heroes um, the story. And one of them, I mean, I was told that he meant this in all fucking seriousness. And given the level of douchiness in this industry, I can believe that. He goes, yeah, that's a lot like trading. <laughs> Did you really say that? Yes, he really said that. I mean, and I, but, and I was assured he did that. I know who the guy is, and I believe that he meant it without irony yeah. or sarcasm. Um, that he really thought that he's a fucking hero for you know trading. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, if Jesus Christ were alive today, he'd be a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just end up on that note. Oh, that is a good place to end. That's I think. great. All right, guys. Well, cheers. Thanks for joining. And, and just remember, who has Monster Alpha? We, we have Monster Alpha, baby. Muddy Waters on that one. Yeah, could we say that? Muddy Waters has Monster Alpha, and the proof is 
right there right behind over you. Your and shoulder. that's what we're talking about. That is what we're talking yes, about. I know. Yes. Thank yeah. you. We would never, ever reference investment returns or a strategy. Yeah. Uh, we're just saying we have Monster Alpha, right. and the first 20 who contact Muddy Waters be- before we hard close it can get Monster Alpha too. Hard closed after 20. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.